Hello, everyone. Welcome to Showdown Podcast. Hello. It is Mel. It is Monty. Um, we are here for your Thursday podcast. Um, we're still in lockdown here. Very. Oh, hold on. No, we're allowed to go out later at night now, aren't we? There's no curfew at all. I know. For all the places we can go. Chemist Warehouse. I'm telling you, my Chemist Warehouse is open. To, is open. If we don't get a sponsorship I know. from Chemist Warehouse out of this, I've mentioned them almost every fucking podcast. Every podcast. Because that's all you've been doing during lockdown is going to Chemist Warehouse and walking through the, stro- walking through the aisles of Chemist Warehouse. I have conservatively spent, mm. I reckon, close to a grand oh, just going and buying lipsticks and stuff wow wow it's giving me life and then I'm like, mark's like what do you have to keep going to kim's warehouse before for and i'm like oh i need to buy tampons <laughs> oh i need to do this i need to do that it's, i can't believe it and then i come home with the bat you know what i do and i set the bag down mm. of like my makeup and stuff mm. on like the front table like the little table we've got at the front we leave our keys and stuff yeah and then I just run in and I'm like, oh, hang on, I've got to go to the toilet. Here, here I bought like tampons and I, I said, I just bought some essentials. And then I go, and then a few days later, I'll go, just check my credit card. It's 250 bucks on tampons. I'm like, I've really gone up. <laughs> you are so funny. You are such a makeup junkie. That's your oh, thing, though. Do you know what I mean? Your thing is it makeup. Is, yeah. Like constantly. Yeah. Remember one of the very first pieces you wrote? I think we spoke about it the other week. Or not one of – yeah, one of the very first ones. The it was in- the very first. <gasps> the interview with Russell Brand's makeup artist and she cracked it Oh, no, you. sorry. I thought you were talking about the um the navy. Oh, navy eyeshadow. Navy eyeshadow, That's yeah. right. It was too. Hey, that was August 2013. No way. Yeah, we've been going – on this website for so long. Like Baxter was one when I started this with Brooke. Um, Amazing. One of my best mates. Yeah, he was one. And I remember like I'd lost my radio gig and I was like, I want to start my own thing and was Mm. really nervous to share the idea with Brooke and we met up and had a chicken salad and I said, let's start our own thing. And then show and tell was born and that's what – Nearly eight years ago. Here we are today. I'm podcasting from our bedroom. (laughs) I just spoke to Stacey. I said, geez, it'd be nice to start making some money from this business. (laughs) Oh, God, too funny. Hey, speaking of which, thank you so much to um, you cats that are joining up on Patreon because we have started the memberships. because we don't, we, you know, this takes a lot, I've said before, it takes resources to get this podcast happening and we want to keep mm. it going. So thank you very much for um, for those lovely ones of you who have um, got a membership. The monthly membership starts at $4. Um, and, yeah, just will help keep our podcast going and also we can deliver some extra content for our patrons. So head to, um, if you even just type in patron.com, then you can type in show and tell online and it's mm. and you will find us there. But it's in the link of my um, the bio in show and tell online Instagram and also my Monty Diamond Instagram. So thank you. And it's so fine if you 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 don't want to get a membership or you can't afford it. We totally understand. But if you do love the podcast, we would love you to um, 
to, you know, get a membership. Somebody messaged the other day and it was so lovely because it, we were like before we did this, we thought, oh, is it a bit weird asking people to pay? And then a lady wrote yeah. and she said, you know what, women work for free for so often. I'm so glad so often. I'm so glad you did this. And I was like, yeah, no, you're right. Oh, <laughs> like, that's so It made nice. me feel okay about it because it's true. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So you did Today Extra today, Mel. How'd you go? Oh, I feel like I bombed. And this was the worst bit. I'm such an idiot. I'm so unprofessional. Mm. This is how I just don't know what I'm doing. I thought we'd wrapped, but we hadn't. Mm. So as soon as the host started talking again, my face went from like the smile to <sighs> like, uh, thank God that's over. And my uh, daughter was watching on TV downstairs and she goes, oh, mum, I saw your face change. Like, Phew. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. Hilarious. They're never going to ask me back again. No, they were. They've already locked you in every fortnight. I know. It is good. It's really good and it, I'm, I'm learning more. Oh, totally. So who are you on with today? on a Thursday. Oh, yeah. yeah have um, you, did I you was, sleep last night? Because you normally don't sleep. No. No. I just – I constantly – you know what it is? I keep getting up to wee. Yeah. Which I think for wings. me, like, you know, weeing's, I guess, a sign of nervousness. Mm. But I keep getting up to wee, so it's constant interruption. Um, now, I was on with um, Adrian Alleberg. Alleberg. I don't know. But um, – Geez, they reel all the no, big I've, names out for this segment. <laughs> yeah, but how many people would be looking? That's my thing too. Like, people would be going, who's that chick? Yeah, totally. I mean, people don't even think about it, to be honest. That's why when you're like, oh, I didn't do a great job, it's like no one even notices. No one cares because yeah. not many people are watching. I still think it is brilliant, though. Oh, nice to heart. Mm, not many people are watching. Sorry we can't all be on the project. <laughs> not many people watch that either. It, it's actually so surprising how few people watch TV. Like those morning yeah. programs get, I think, about 30,000 people max. Tune really? into those things. It's it's so you think about the MCG, right? Holds or the SCG holds yeah. like a hundred thousand or something. Mm. Like there's, it's like a third of that whole stadium that's watching across wow. Australia. Like it's it's honestly, but then it's the same as like the Today Show and stuff like that. Like it is such a prestigious like breakfast television is, mm-hmm. you know, like the the paychecks that they get is just astronomical and it kind of is the face of the whole station, yet they under sometimes under 100,000 people watch often. That's not good enough for me. I'm cancelling. I know. That's what I'm like. Cancelling on my next fortnight. No. And it's just viewed as like the creme de la creme. It's like, mate, there's millions of people listen to radio, but not many people watch free to air now. It's funny. Well, they haven't for a long time. Like remember the circle? That used to get under 30,000 people watching it. No way. Yes. Yeah. And that show was that show was really good. Such a shame that show went. I enjoyed really good. that. I did enjoy that. Mm. Um, so you watched the Lindy Chamberlain. Is it a doco? Oh, can I just – I am going to bring out the word implore. Mm. I implore everyone to watch it. Okay. Um, I watched it on 10 Play. It was on Channel 10. Mm. So, you know, 10 Play is the catch-up or whatever. Yeah. It's called the Lindy Chamberlain Story. And it basically starts from, I guess, her childhood, how she met Michael, having her kids, having Azaria, and then into the whole case, how she was treated, how it was just this huge, the media just Mm. made her into 
this monster. Like they were it was showing how selective they were with the pictures they showed of her yeah. leaving the courthouse and stuff. I don't think I ever really sat down and thought about because I grew up in a house where I remember my dad always saying, Oh no, she was guilty. So I sort of grew up always thinking, thinking she was oh, possibly I guilty. I ne- never really took the time. Mm. And watching this, I was bawling. Oh. I felt I just watched it and I thought, God, shame on us as a public. And it was like 95% of the public. It was just this massive pile on. And I'm like, she's lost her baby. Yeah. They haven't even been able to grieve their the loss, the disgusting, horrific loss of their baby, the way yeah. the baby was killed. Then it was straight into court. Then she was put into prison. She had another baby. The baby was taken away. Was it, where a, was where was she? Where did she have the baby in prison? Yeah. And, and she so, was, I think through the trial she was she was pregnant and when she went in i think she was about 7 months oh wow pregnant. and they took the baby so when did she get out uh okay so she went in in 82 or 83 and she came out in 86 shit so she missed out on the her second the other baby a lot of that life yeah well, well. and she had two sons as mm, well that were, that were older. older than Azaria and she just talks about there were all these letters that she showed that her two little boys had written to the prime minister do you just see it in this little you know like oh, baby darling. writing saying you know please let my mummy come home she didn't hurt our baby it's just i i would say Every Aussie's got to watch it. Yeah. It, it will totally change your thinking. Well, it's just so fucked up, isn't it? Because imagine losing a baby. Also, for starters, if you were going to, excuse my language, but if you're going to kill your baby, you're not going to fucking pretend a dingo took it. Like, you're going to come up some, with something a bit more foolproof than that, you know. But then yeah. remember not long ago, a baby was um, ripped out of a, someone's tent by the dingo too, by a dingo. Like, it fucking happened. Of course it could absolutely happen. It's so, it is it, so horrific though and so rare that you'd be like, oh, mm. that doesn't make any sense. Something fishy is going on here. And, you know, they were even saying there was this um, moment where she was doing an interview and she was talking about this was back at the time when it happened mm. and she was telling the reporter, she was saying, because the reporter was saying people are struggling to understand how a, um, a dingo could get a baby out of the jumpsuit without sort of mauling the whole jumpsuit. And she's like, well, she was talking about it and she was saying what they do is they use their claws and peel the skin back like an orange, right? She was talking like that and people were like, how can you talk like that after you ha- you've just lost your baby? But then when you watch these interviews, they were saying it took seven takes. She kept crying through each one and they oh, said, and no, they Lindy. they that one. Wow. No, Lindy. They showed the seventh take. Okay, of her also, doing it without crying. On a side note, you don't ever know how you're going to react. Like surely right. now we know you can never judge how somebody reacts when somebody dies. Like I, mm. having lost mum, would never think that my life would be as it is now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just don't know how people are going to react. So to judge not a everybody. mother, oh, my God, it's so messed up. Okay, so what's it called? It's called the Lindy Chamberlain story, and you can watch it on Templay. But it's just, I, I really urge everyone to watch it. It's, it's really, really incredible. Okay, awesome. Really hey, um, I want to call up my friend Kerry. Going to something completely different. I got the most brilliant <laughs> message from her this morning. It made oh. me laugh so much. So my friend Kez is one of my best mates. We used to work together. Mm. Um, 
years and years ago and we've just kept in touch and she's as antisocial as I am so we get along very well. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. she's got the um, brand Clay Life and they're stunning lights, really beautiful chandeliers and it's all made out of beads, like ceramic beads that are hand-rolled um, yeah. in South Africa with a link to women who are affected by HIV. So it's a really beautiful business and her and her dad work together here and they um, basically distribute the chandeliers, sell the chandeliers and the lights and stuff like that. Anyway, she she um, has had a couple of, even though they're based in Australia, she's had a couple of sales over in America mm-hmm. um, and I want to get her on to share who these sales have been with. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Rob? Hi. It's Mel and I. I was just setting up what Clay Life is and that you've had a couple of, well, you've had quite a few overseas sales but two of them have been remarkable. Kick off with the first one before we go into what happened today. The first one was this little-known actor called Patrick Dempsey who purchased one, then two, and then a third for his multiple home. Yeah. McDreamy. Oh. Three. Yeah. Okay. But today's was the best. So I got a text message. Kerry, who did you sell yeah. one to today? I sold one to the ex-wife of Andrew Shue. <laughs> Billy from Melrose, from Melrose Place. Place. <laughs> <laughs> Clocked life, guys. Okay, so I'm just like, how did you know? If it's his ex-wife for starters, like how did you know that it was his ex-wife? How do you find out who they are, Kez? Because there's, no there's no way Patrick Dempsey is ordering for himself for starters. No. So how do you get to the no. bottom of who is buying? Well, with Patrick Dempsey's where I learned a very important lesson is to um, explore the person who's purchasing it for, from you. So for him, I just I just had this inkling that it was for – it was a girl who ordered it, but I could just tell something in my gut. So I Googled her name. I Googled the end address. I just started getting into like researching who this person could be, and I landed on that she was the PA for Patrick Dempsey, and the home that it was going to was his home. So that got us to that one. Mm-hmm. And then this new one, also, I just, I can't help it now. I've just become obsessed with finding out where these chandeliers are going all over the world. So I just, I Googled her name and, yeah, it's, it's, it's um, the, ex, the ex-wife. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know what? The only, the only way this story could get any better is if mm. Elizabeth Shue purchased one. Do you remember her? Yeah, his sister. his sister. What was she in? Oh, she was in babysitter, um, nightmare babysitter's nightmare, or um, yeah, um, oh god, a night on the town. I think it was called. Yes, a night on the town. That's what it is. Yes. Oh, well, hundred uh, percent. Monty hasn't seen it. <laughs> Tell my face. Nah, have not. Definitely not <laughs> seen that. Hey, I was like to Kerry, if you, if it was a matter of life or death, if I had to guess, if she called up and said, if you don't guess who ordered a chandelier off me, then you're going to die. I was like. <laughs> Oh, my God. Did you fall off the chair? Did a chandelier fall on you? Kerry? Kerry? So sorry. What, sorry, my phone just cut out. What happened? Oh, it sounded like a chandelier oh, fell on you or you <laughs> fell off the chair. <laughs> um, I was just saying never in a million years, like if you're like you've only got one chance or you're dead to guess who bought a chandelier off. Like what are the odds of me ever saying, oh, yeah, Andrew Shoe's ex-wife? Like I just love the randomness of it. Glad to uh, provide with the random. What are you having for lunch? Omelette again. 
Oh, why? Oh, omelette. Very eggy. Um, an omelette is no, very it's the egg. I hate cooking eggs at home. I can't get rid of the egg smell. It drives me nuts. So I um wash my I wash my um dishes in bleach after you've had eggs. After I've used egg. Yep. That's weird. No, nah, it's not. It totally gets rid of the smell. My mother-in-law told me that. All right, you still there, Kerry? She's even she's yeah. Out. Sorry, I tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, mate. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Great. Even my best friend tunes out mid. That, that's weird, Mel. You do weird nah, shit that you think's normal and it's not normal. It's not. That is totally normal. I can't stand the smell, the egg smell. Okay. Can we agree that there's an egg smell? Yeah, but I mean, if you just put it in with some dish liquid, it no. would get rid of it, Mel. No, it doesn't. No, Did it doesn't. Do you, after you wash your dishes, do you sniff them all? No, but ever since I was a kid, I smell my glass. Like even when I was six from that far back and I still do it, I always sniff my glass before I drink from it. Yeah, that's weird. We do yeah, weird I things. I always sniff my glasses. I would never put anything cooked with egg in the dishwasher, ever. Oh, God, you're so, such a strange you. Do you know? Speaking of, yeah, no, you are. It's just different. It's it's just unnecessary. There's unnecessary. It's unnecessary to wash your dish with bleach after you've had an egg on it. Well, I guess if you don't mind the egg smell, it is unnecessary. But if you don't like the egg smell, it's a necessary step. So you know. Um, speaking of you, bite like smelling your glass before you drink. I went through a stage when I was a kid where I would any glass I would put in my mouth, I would bite so I would yeah I would have a sip of a drink out of a glass and I remember I was about three or four and I remember it and I would bite the glass and break the glass in my mouth break it yeah that's weird and I just remember my parents like no no Katie no (laughs) stop biting glasses I thought you were gonna say you had you (laughs) talking about smelling things you're like I just went through this stage I was always sniffing my fingers yeah, oh, of course you did that when you were a kid. Remember in primary school you'd like see someone scratch and then like do their vagina and then scratch their nose or itchy nose. It's like you're just smelling your vagina. <laughs> oh, can I tell you the worst story that I remember from primary school? This yeah. is so disgusting. Mm-hmm. We can cut this out if it's too gross. I remember there was this boy, you know, there was always like a sort of smelly weird sort of kid. Mm. Oh, always. There was millions but of them. Anyway, clearly I have an issue with smells. But anyway. Did you put bleach on him? Did you wash him in no. bleach? No, but this is gross. We were sitting on the mat. Remember sitting? Yes. Everyone come down to the mat. I reckon I was in grade two and mm. I was sitting next to him and he was wearing shorts and he had a massive scab on his knee. Ew. You know, like when you graze your knee and then it becomes a big scab? Mm. He was Breaking off his scab and eating it. What? Like so breaking off the hard crusty and bit of the scab it. and eating it. I'm like, I would so much prefer to eat snot than that. I, I would eat I would eat a booger over a scab. Oh, I eating. mean most people would. Most people would. If you that makes me get like if you think that makes Disgusting, me feel really right? sick. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank God you're over the morning sickness yeah, stage. Yeah, that's nasty. How are 
are you feeling, by the way? I feel I feel really good, actually, to be honest. I just get mm. really tired. But, yeah, the nausea's over. I do pregnancy really well, which I know is very annoying for a lot of people, but I don't do general life very well outside of pregnancy. <laughs> like I'm not a well person outside of pregnancy, so give me these five months left of it, you know. I've got my scan yeah. today, um, my 20-week <gasps> scan. I'm halfway now. Um, and oh I'm so excited to see it because I can't feel it moving properly. So after I have a yes. scan, I'm okay for a couple of weeks and then I'm like, okay, like can't feel you and I just sit there poking the poor thing. So I'm so excited to see it today. Well, I'm going to – you can report back and see if I'm right or wrong, mm. but I reckon this baby might be sitting really far – you know how they say pe- babies sit far back because yeah. you don't really have much of a tummy. Like it's your tummy there. looks like mine after a bowl of pasta. It is getting there. I'm actually surprised with because with the boys I was much bigger than this already. But yeah, yeah. So it's, and that it's you're not there. feeling much. Maybe it's just sort of sitting more towards your back. Yeah. Is that, um, is that how they – Sometimes yeah. I think, but I am um, – getting more out of breath, like when I walk yeah. or get into bed. Like Sam calls me big fella now. Like I'm doing a lot of grunts. He's like, I was a big grunt, big fella. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like I'm just, my body's just is a, a bit getting, starting to, I'm starting to feel big, you know. And today I yeah. walked down the shop to get a coffee and my uh, my bum was meaty and I liked it. Like I could see it in, I'd walk past the windows and I was like, oh, my bum's like, was wobbling and stuff, but I liked it. It was weird. You're going to start twerking soon? Totally. Actually, have you ever tried to twerk? It's very hard. It's, oh, my God. I can't do it. No, neither. I try and do it. I look like I'm having some sort of fit. Yeah. I mean. It's very, very hard. You never would look more white than when you're twerking. Exactly. And you need to isolate. You really need to just isolate your ass. I used to be a really good dancer. Like I remember when I used to go out to nightclubs, I used to I used to be quite good at dancing. I can't dance now. And yeah, anytime I see I a bad like dancer, I'm like, oh, they'd be really bad at sex. Like I feel like <gasps> how you dance is how you are in the sack. And I am a bad dancer. I'm like, poor Sam. I swear to God, I have had this thought numerous times that watching someone dance is an indication. Mm. of whether they're good in bed or not. Yes. How it's that? And I always fancied myself as a brilliant dancer, but now well, I'm not a brilliant dancer, but I could, you know, like I had rhythm. I had rhythm. I like, can't oh. find rhythm now. I can't find nah. rhythm. We're out of practice. Once you push out the baby and COVID restrictions are lifted, we might need to just go on a bit of a bender and just hit hit the clubs for um, a few weeks, get the practice up and then mm. maybe, you know. God, we'd be so old. We'd be those women in clubs. Like I used to go to this. I used to go to a club called Boutique all the time. I actually think it's it is still around. Yeah. Um, and Dermot mm. Brereton, the Hawthorne footballer, used to be there all the time. And it would be like, oh, mm. and 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 um, um, who else? What what he was the um, Acropolis now? What what's the actor? Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. Um, oh shit, George Capanaris. No, not him, the other one. The one that's got the mole here. Yes. He used to date Mary Custis, the main guy. Yeah, what's his name? I know his name. Vince? Nah. No, that's Vince Clossimo you're thinking of. Nick Giannopoulos. Nick Giannopoulos, yes. Yes, good one. So Nick Giannopoulos and um, Dermot Brereton were always at Boutique and they were always so much older than us. And I just remember mm. going, that's so tragic. Dermy used to wear a leather 
trench coat there. Trench coat? A trench coat. A le- leather, black leather no. trench coat with his bleached blonde hair. And I just remember going, this is tragic, guys. And that would be us now if we went to the nightclubs. Except not, not even – we're not even past footballers or from Acropolis now. We're just sad old no. ladies. No. I refuse. I refuse to be that person. We're not. I don't know why I know this about George. Um, what's his name again? <laughs> Nick. No, Nick. Sorry, Nick Giannopoulos. <laughs> he was a staple of our childhood. <laughs> um, he owns all clubs in Mykonos. Like he's oh, does he? Yeah, he's done really quite well for himself as a club king in Mykonos. Mm. Probably parties with Lindsay Lohan. I went and saw a few of those shows too. Remember when those shows were all massive, like Wogs Out of Work and all that? Did you relate hugely? Yeah. It was a lot that you related to, like even especially with your grandparents. Like they'd talk about, you know, like you'd open the fridge and you'd see um, like a Western Star butter container and you'd be, oh, grouse, you know, and you'd open it up and there were olives in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that sort of stuff. It was funny. Yeah. That's funny. All right, let's get out of here. Um Mel, we'll be back on Monday with our blast from the pre-corona past. Um, love, as always we do say, love getting your messages. We've been getting heaps through on Instagram. Just DM us on that and I respond to all of them. Also, you can communicate to, um, with us via Patreon if you haven't already got a membership. Go and get one if you are able to. Um, we will, as of next month, start doing um, an extra podcast just for our patrons. So go to patron.com and then type in show and tell online or just head mm-hmm. to our bio in our Instagram and you will find it there. Thanks, you bloody legends. Have a good day. Stay safe. Yep. Stay it easy. safe. Or evening. Depends when this drops. Yep. Yeah. Drop. Drop. Drop it like a tongue. Drop it like a tongue. That's what we'll dance to when we go to the clubs. No. No. I'm going to flirt. We won't dance I'm going to flirt with you know, guys we'll dance too to. when we go out. You want to what? Flirt. I'm going to flirt with people. <gasps> yeah. How, how fun's flirting? I want someone to offer to buy me a drink and then I'm right. I just want someone to say, People don't do that anymore. Drinks are too expensive. Don't they? And I wouldn't think so. <gasps> oh, well, then I definitely, that's a challenge. Okay. So hang on. Mm. Okay, hang on. So let's say this time next year, mm. when are you having your baby? February. Feb. Okay. So you'll be feeling, you'll be, I'll be feeling, you'll like pop it. this baby out and you'll be feeling good yeah, by right. August. The baby will be in a sleeping routine. It'll be sweet. We're going to go out and mm. this is our challenge. Mm. You have to flirt hard enough for someone to buy both of us a drink. I don't know. How and we've got to kill it anymore. to a song on the dance floor. I've got to remember how to flirt. Nah, you'll do it. Yeah. It'll just come naturally. You're pretty, you're pretty flirtatious by nature, I think. Yeah, but silly. I get silly, like not sexy. I'm just nah. like over nah. the top. I'm just like, look, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> you're a good time. You're fun. <laughs> That's what people are drawn to. Um, yeah. All right. We've gone way off. We just said goodbye. Yeah, let's go. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.